Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. To change. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. And brought to you in part by UAMS and Kaufman by Design West. And welcome to hour number two of Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Our SEC football coverage continues. Uh, first, I want to talk to you about Bet Saracen and they have got some great MLB specials again tonight. And um, one of those, I thought, man, it's, um, this, is, uh, this is pretty good. Any two of Matt Olson, Bryce Harper, or Shohei Otani to hit over 0.5 home runs plus 450. And, I, I mean, you need to check them all out, but that's just one of them that jumps out at me. And then you've got the Open. It's just simply the Open. The British Open uh, that's this weekend, in fact, starts tomorrow. Uh, so whether or not you want to go round by round or if you want to go player by player, then you have the USA Women's uh, Soccer Specials, uh, Women's World Cup, and there is the NFL Season Specials, and the NCAA regular, I mean, the uh, regular season specials got those as well. So, I mean, there's just so much to offer on the Bet Saracen app, and uh, whatever your sport may be, I'm sure it's, it's there. I see a tennis, I see MMA, soccer, hockey, golf, boxing, the list goes on and on. So, be sure you get the app, find it at the app store, that is uh, at Bet Saracen. Or you can go online at BetSaracen.com. It doesn't get much better than that. That's Bet Saracen. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. And by the way, Asher under new ownership. So... There you go. Welcome, Mr. Trey Biddy. Well, dadgummit. Let's try that one. Check, check. That, that <laughs> sounds better. Okay. All right. You're on two, not three. I thought you were on three. Yeah. Um, as I started yesterday, I'll start today. What did you learn today, Trey? By the way, you were doing some version of a walk and talk. Is that what that was? Yeah, I was working on the walk and talk uh, when I came through here. I just want to give everybody kind of a look through. Uh, I haven't had a chance to upload it because it was right before this segment, but I was want to give everybody a look through the uh, you know radio row and just kind of see the, the scene here, kind of bridge the gap because I was on vacation last week and didn't do a live show. So, um, But, yeah, today, I, you know, I learned that Sam Pittman, we should really – cherish what you have with Sam Pittman in terms of being quotable and being entertaining because we don't uh, I, man, I just didn't feel like we really saw a lot of that you know you think back to the era when um, you know Mike Leach rest in peace and uh, Steve Spurrier back in the day was here and you know there's just some more colorful characters I felt even Brett Bielman was you know pretty colorful uh, but man it's just not a lot of great quotes and not a lot of you could tell when a guy is doing a good job because he's getting laughs, and, and Pittman's got a lot of laughs, you know, and he's off the cuff. And he said uh, in the breakouts before he did everything, you know, meeting with the local media and stuff, that, you know, he still gets a little nervous when he goes up and speaks at the main room. And this is what his third, I guess. They, they didn't have one because of 
COVID, COVID it, yeah. I, I guess. So, uh, but yeah, this is uh, uh, Pittman. Um, he's got a lot of charm, and, yeah. Uh, and I, you can see people, you know, really re- appreciate that. I mean, he, you, you can go in the main media room, and you know, some coaches will be in there, and there's. All the seats aren't filled, but when Pittman was in there and Saban, of course, when he was in there, the, all the seats are filled. Now, Rick, i got to tell you, Trey, at one time, and I admit they've taken the part off about Internet, but at one time Trey was down there with the other other lower guys like myself in the uh, radio and Internet room, but now he's in the big room now. Yep. <laughs> he and Trey Shap, both Trey's got questions in with Sam Pittman today. Trey Biddy got yeah. two questions in. How about that? I'll tell you what, it's hard to get a question in because you got to keep the hand up the whole time. And you know that they're not coming to you twice before they get to everybody else with a hand up. So mm. after I asked my first one, I got my second hand up pretty quick. But uh, I had a, you know more that I wanted to ask him. But it's uh, it's just kind of nature of the event. You know, you're not going to get every question you want. But we'll get, we'll get Sam Pittman again here soon. We're not long from uh, from starting fall camp. August 4th, I would expect. They haven't announced that officially, but that's should be about when it is. August 4th. Okay. So coming soon. Yeah. What was your question then? Well, I asked him about, you know, just about just kind of reflecting on the 2020 class. There's only two recruits from the 2020 mm-hmm. class with the team in 2021, and basically asked him if he ever thought about how much trouble he'd be in right now <laughs> if there wasn't the uh, the transfer portal. And you know, you phrase it in a certain way. To sometimes you ask a question, you know what the answer is, but you want to phrase it in a certain way because you want to get a good response from him. You want to get a good quote, and that's kind of how I phrased it. And uh, I thought he came up with a with a great answer to that so I asked him about that and what else? oh I asked him about the four game stretch that we've talked about so much and just navigating that and the the challenges that come with going on the road basically four straight weeks and how you manage practices and how you you know just how you think about it how you you know the, with the mindset and of, of never being home and man I, I'd like to ask him too like what's the surge going to be like the energy when you finally get that home game after being away so long, if you measure it from, you know, the the Sunday after the uh, BYU game all the way up to the Friday before the Mississippi State game, it's 34 days. I, I, I don't like that, you know, for fans. I mean, that's just that's just such a long stretch. It's just it's kind of absurd. I want to ask him if if uh, Greg Sankey looked him in the eye when he met him today. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get a chance there. Sankey gave his usual nice introduction. He did mm-hmm. give an update on Quincy McAdoo, but not in the big yeah. room. Where, where did that come from? Well, he was just asked about the injury situation, and uh, and Quincy, it sounds like that there is a good chance or a feeling that he will be back playing football at some point, but, again, needs to continue to work on his own health and rehab uh, right. for now. So I wouldn't expect to see Quincy back this season. And Dominic Johnson, it sounds like Dominic is going to be good to go. And we're certainly all pulling for that guy because mm-hmm. we remember the tandem that they had with Rocket Sanders and, and Dominic kind of really playing off each other. You know, one guy was banged up and the other guy would step up and so on and so forth. Uh, but it sounds like everybody's going to be good to go for the start of camp. And they had some guys banged up in the spring, so that's that's a good starting place. They didn't. They didn't really have a lot of devastating injuries out of the spring, aside from Quincy, and that was a non-football incident. Uh, so they came out of the spring pretty healthy, and looks like that's going to uh, pay off here in fall camp. Yeah, you mentioned all four running backs because uh, Dominion and Green he mentioned as well. That that is a strong group of mm. running backs, don't you agree? I think it is. Uh, I mean, they get everybody back. That's uh, that doesn't happen a lot, and uh, we know and and. Everybody's proven, you know. It's not like just you know this guy might be good, and then you know where does Isaiah Augustov fit in? Because he, as we know, freshmen bite at running back early. They, if they don't bite, then they're probably never going to bite. So if he's going to be good, then we're probably going to see him uh, make an impact in some kind of way. And you know, I, I'm knocking on wood here, but is this wood? <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's close. It's, it's, got, it's got a blanket on it, so I don't know. But uh, you know. Injuries happen, and they happen a lot at running back, too. So, uh, you know, there probably will be an opportunity for somebody that, you know, maybe wouldn't get as much carries uh, otherwise or maybe not get an opportunity. Um, There will be an opportunity probably for a guy. So, uh, you know, we know what they have in K.J. Jefferson. We know what they have in Rocket Sanders and and those running backs. But it doesn't really matter if they don't have protection. If 
you know, K.J. Jefferson doesn't have time to throw. If, if Rocket Sanders doesn't have a hole to run through, then it doesn't matter. And this is the first time that they've returned fewer offensive linemen than they're they're getting back. And so, uh, you know, I, I focus a lot of my questions just on Patrick Kudis and Devon Manuel. Are those the guys? Are those guys going to be ready? And, you know, you get the, the answers you would expect, but um, – that's going to be something that's that's really key to watch. Uh, how good can those two sophomores be at the tackle spots? All right. Did he share his karaoke moment? I don't know about his karaoke moment. Okay. Uh, Sam Pittman sang karaoke? Apparently yeah. he did. But that was in your room, Randy. It wasn't in the yeah, big okay, room. Yeah, okay. okay. I, I was wondering. Yeah, I didn't go to the electronic media room. Uh, yeah. yeah. He didn't. He didn't. Slum with us. I am yeah. electronic media. <laughs> um, but he said that, um, uh, I forget, uh, Coach Williams, That's what, that was the question. Is Coach Williams going to DJ again and, mm-hmm. and the music that's going to be played in the locker room? And Sam said, you know, if you go to, did he say Spotify? I can't remember where he said go to. Anyway, he just said, um, uh, my favorite music, you'll know what it is. And then he said, I went to the, um, he didn't say where, I don't think. But he went apparently someplace that was doing karaoke. Mm-hmm. And he was singing Hot-Blooded by Foreigner. And they turned his microphone off. They turned him off. <laughs> <laughs> he said, hey, you don't have to do that. I'm safe. You know, I, it's it's not like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to lose my job or anything. I've got a, I've got a good job. So, anyway, it was kind of. Kind of funny in that regard. Um, of the players, I don't know. I, in there, you have in the main media, they still have these breakout areas, which I hate because mm-hmm. that's just like a free for all. Yeah. At least in the uh, electronic media, we still get one on one, basically with the. Uh, and you had the one on one opportunity earlier with Landon Jackson mm-hmm. and and uh, Rocket Sanders and KJ Jefferson. Did you learn or glean anything at that particular point in time? Um, KJ likes diamonds. He uh, diamonds. I don't know if you saw KJ's. He had a pretty good stud in his left ear. Oh yeah, yeah. I think maybe the difference nowadays with the the diamond earrings that you see players wear is they're real. Or they used to be. <laughs> <laughs> in your ear, different colors. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he had the 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 diamond earrings and the. Uh, a diamond-studded watch and uh, oh my! Oh yeah, the watch was—I mean, the watch was shining. And uh, of course, he had his Outback Bowl ring and his uh, his Liberty Bowl ring. So yeah, I was, saw those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, KJ's doing pretty well, and uh, he's definitely showing it off a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, you know, I like uh, I like talking to KJ always. You know, KJ when he gets in front of the media, um, he doesn't—he's not the same guy. Like, when you see him out on the field and stuff talking to his friend, like, you ask any player on the team who's the funniest guy on the team, they'll tell you K.J. Jefferson. And it's been that way for years. But when you get him up on the podium, he's business. Yeah, he's definitely more businesslike. Just, you'd be hard-pressed to get a smile out of K.J., you know? So, uh, and, you know, with Rocket, you know, Rocket's pretty much down the line, you know, answering questions and stuff. Uh, I enjoy talking with Landon Jackson. We haven't had as many opportunities to talk to him. He just recently got engaged also. Uh, But that's a guy. congratulations. Yeah. Landon, Pittman told me, that the first thing Pittman said to me after, you know, saying, hey, what's up, um, this morning, uh, he pulled me over and said, you know, look at Landon. Because he said he's gone from 236 after the bowl game (laughs) to 280. Wow. He didn't look like it. Well, what's interesting to me is when he was listed at 274 when he first arrived, I don't know, you probably don't remember, Randy, but I remember telling you, like, man, he carries that well. Well, he wasn't really 274. That was an old weight from from LSU. He dropped a bunch of weight. But he was down to 236 in that Liberty Bowl game last year and uh, has gotten up to 280. And, you know, maybe that work ethic and, you know, doing all the things that they asked for him, one of the reasons that he's here, because they could have, Rocket Sanders, K.J. Jefferson are no-brainers. The other guy, you know, we had a lot of guesses at who that could be. And uh, I feel like they kind of felt like, hey, you know, Landon's done everything we've asked of him. Let's, Let's bring Landon. Uh, Landon actually told me he was 238 after the bowl game and then said he was up to 283. So, what is that, 45 pounds? That's a good bit of weight to put on in a a a short amount of time. A lot. All right, I've I've got uh, apparently I need to pay closer attention 
because he's come firing in in a hurry. This is from our uh, bus text line. says, does Trey have a live show? When and where is it? I do a live show on Facebook. Um, usually, um, I always try not to interfere with this show. Uh, so I do the live show yeah, <laughs> on Facebook uh, at... Usually around 11:30 or so on our on 24/7 Sports, it's uh, Arkansas 24/7 Sports or something like that on our Facebook page, and also upload it to my YouTube page, which is uh, Hog Sports. You can just search for Trey Biddy on YouTube, and you'll you'll find it. Um, and that's usually around 11 or 12 on Mondays, and then Thursdays I also do a show around 11 or 12. Now in the off or during football season. That show is done after more like two o'clock because I do it after the Sam Pittman press conference because I don't want a bunch of old news on Monday. So Monday around two o'clock and then on Thursday around eleven thirty or so and then um, during season doing the walk and talk on Saturday after the game. I've seen the the uh, you know I'll I'll have uh, a page pulled up a uh, story pulled up on hogsports.com. Mm-hmm. I don't have the volume on, but then I look over there on the right hand side of of my page and there yeah. you are talking I mean you look like you're in your own custom made studio yeah well I we moved a couple of years ago and that was one of the the big you know things of the new place I wanted to make sure I had plenty of space plenty of room to set up uh, you know a nice professional studio so it looks good I'm proud of you thank you um, <laughs> well I won't read that when I he and I have been talking back and forth okay um, this from the 501 uh, being colorful, getting laughs, being lovable doesn't equate to wins. Yeah, so stop doing all that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, let's see. But did you hear the introduction? You can only you do hear? one thing at a time. Hey. But did you hear the introduction of him? The three years prior to his being there, how many games they won, and he's won mm-hmm. 19 in three years. Two straight yeah. bowl wins. Anybody ever checked Arkansas's bowl history? It's terrible. Yeah. He's won two straight bowl games. Now, to be just, fair, also it, it's not it's not fair to measure success at Arkansas based on what Chad Morris did. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's comparison. right. That, that's right. But, great comparison. That's a great analogy. Yeah. But I tell you, I, I started the show with this Trey, and you're there and you're observing it. This is one heck of a league. We've known that for years. The coaches in this league are outstanding. Once you get into conference play, half of them lose every week. Yep. They're still good coaches. They are good coaches, even when they lose. So you know, to expect what Sam Pittman to win to ten say? games, what's that? Remember what Houston used to say after a you know maybe a lackluster win? Half the teams in America would trade places with us today. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I forgot exactly that line. Right. All right, continuing on with uh, this foreigner. Uh, <laughs> coach didn't elaborate. He said, "Coach was on." This is from the Jeff and Brian. He said, Coach was on stage with the foreigner at a concert. And oh, then with the uh, Cole in Poland says, Sam said he was at a foreigner concert. That's got what on he stage said, with yeah. them to sing yeah. Hot-Blooded, and they turned his mic off. He yeah. didn't say that. <laughs> he didn't elaborate. You know, okay, never mind. It doesn't That's matter. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sam was at foreigner concert at Rogers Friday night and then kj was on john and joe show talking about how he has two cars and he's looking at getting the third haha mm-hmm. you got to be careful on that kind of stuff spinning you, you know um oh, what's the arizona state coach the former arizona state coach's name uh, oh i can see his face uh, he used to be on nfl he used to be on espn and all that kind of stuff oh, edwards. Oh, yeah. edwards yeah yeah Herm edwards. so he used to have a great speech at the rookie symposium he would say uh you get one house one house you know because these rookies get all this money you know and they they don't realize you know they haven't had all that money yeah. and stuff and they, they spend it you get one house you get one wife or girlfriend you get one car <laughs> you know the whole the whole thing is you need one of each and that's it I always thought that was really good advice. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay. Um, let's see. I think we're caught up all of a sudden. Now that we got the foreigner uh, mm-hmm. cleared up, um, Rocket Sanders mm-hmm. has put on 10 pounds. I think he put it all in his biceps. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got he got he got some arms on him. What is, what is he listed at now? Is he two thirty? I think he said he was two thirty seven. Two forty. Two forty. Okay. So uh, you know, according to Sam, had lost any speed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that's good because <laughs> you know I always say you know after back in the day. You know, Darius Howard when he came in, and it, it felt like Houston Nut back to Houston Nut again. Uh, you know, it felt like they just packed on way too much weight on him. And I can remember with Darren McFadden when he came in, just thinking, "Don't mess with him." You know, don't mess with him too much. Oh, no, you're. I, I, I thought you were going to say Cedric Cobbs. Yeah. Oh, Cedric C4. Cobbs. Uh, yeah. C4 Cedric Cobbs the one that put the weight on. Cedric Cobbs did, and and Darius did. Uh, they both did. But Cedric Cobbs, I can remember reading in a Hooton's magazine a quote from him saying. That he wanted to be 240 and get his 40 town down to a, a 4-2 or something. I just remember thinking, well, didn't that's ambitious. No, yeah, no, it didn't. didn't. And he ended up taking a step back, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, his weight was probably better at about 225 or so. Uh, but yeah, I can, I can always remember with Darren McFadden when he came in because they had a pretty good streak of you know highly rated running backs coming in. And I just remember thinking, don't mess with him too much, and they didn't. You know, Darren played pretty much throughout his career at Arkansas about 212, 215. Rick's already asked about the, um, uh, or made the statement about the running back position, which I think, I'm, I agree, it's it appears to be loaded. Yeah. Um, did Sam or anyone talk, and maybe KJ did, because they didn't talk about it in the electronic room, mm-hmm. but anyone talk about the receiving core, their thoughts on the receiving core? Yeah, uh, we talked to KJ about it a little bit. Um you know, he gave pretty standard answers. You know, everybody's doing great kind of deal. Yeah. But uh, that is going to be something to watch. It's nothing new for KJ to be changing wide receivers. We've certainly discussed that a lot on this show. And so um, it's going to be interesting to see who emerges. I really think that Isaiah Satania could have a really nice step up. Now, year after next, he could have a really big impact. But uh, I look for him to, you know, 30-something catches I don't think is unreasonable at all for, for a guy like Isaiah Satania, especially with the number of screen passes that I saw in the spring. Thank you, Trey. We'll Thank talk you. with you tomorrow. Trey okay. Biddy, Bye, guys. of hogsports.com, being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Justin and Wes discuss their best moments, sound bites, and interviews of the week. Brought to you by Mosquito Joe. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. I'm Hunter Bell at Bell Chevrolet. We know the best part of being in Arkansas is the people. That's why we believe you're not just customers. You're our friends and family. We're determined to go above and beyond to help make things a little easier. And we put in the hours every day so we can take care of our families and you can take care of yours. We are here for you, Arkansas. Come help us make it even better at Bale. Shop Bale Chevrolet and BaleChevrolet.com today. Find new roads. Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union and their new location in Sheridan. Alcoa has opened a new branch in Sheridan to serve all of Grant County. They're having a grand opening celebration all day Thursday with a ribbon cutting ceremony, complimentary refreshments, and chances to win prizes all day. I've been doing business with Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union for several years and it's all about trust. I trust them because they trusted me first. You can gain that trust as well. Stop by their new location in Sheridan Thursday for Alcoa's grand opening celebration. Hi, I'm Sherry with Central Arkansas Fireplaces. If you're like my family, you love grilling year-round. We're proud to be stocking Blaze, Napoleon, Smoking Brothers, and Green Mountain Grills. We also carry fire pits and Bromick patio heaters for all you cold season grillers. No matter what your family prefers, come let us show you our selection of gas and pellet grills and outdoor patio heaters at Central Arkansas Fireplaces, where we know fireplaces and grills. Have you been outside recently and you have that pain in your back or your shoulder, maybe even in your knee? Well, why don't you get rid of it? Take your life back. Go check out my friends over at QC Kinetics today. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. You know, I had a friend call me the other day and he says, you know, I've got some really bad back pain. And he goes, I I just don't have time to to be out of work and not be able to do what I do every day. And I told him, I said, you need to call my friends over at QC Kinetics. So he did. He went through the free consultation. And the next thing you know, he calls me, he says, you know what, my back 
is feeling amazing. If you're that same guy or gal and you've got that nagging pain in your back, your knees, your shoulders, just call QC Kinetics today. They use the latest advances in regenerative medicine, taking your own body's healing agents and concentrating them right to where the pain is. The best part? No invasive surgery, no harmful drugs, and no downtime. Give QC Kinetics a call today for that free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros makes automotive service and tire buying simpler, always treating customers like family. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros is family-owned and operated, built on honesty and friendly service. Stop in today to shop our wide selection of Continental and General Tires, all backed by a nationwide warranty. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, service like your daddy used to get. Stop in today or online at allabouttireandbrake.com. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. And brought to you in part by UAMS and Kaufman by Design West. Want to make a great impression upon that special person or maybe you're trying to reach a big business deal and need a great way to set the proper atmosphere maybe to close the deal. How about the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock? And on top of that, you're going to look like you're a big spender when really you're not. And that is the Thursday night chef's special, $36. Now, they're going to think that you have spent a bundle because you're going to get the Riverfront salad bar for two, and that includes that baby shrimp and arguably the best potato salad around. And then you get to pick two entrees, the penne pasta carbonara or the grilled chicken breast, 10 ounce. That's lemon pepper or blackened. Or six of those humongous jumbo shrimp, fried or scampi. Can't beat this deal. And I'm not through yet. And that is two side items. You get a baked potato. They may get the mashed potatoes. You might get the onion rings. They might get the spinach supreme. Folks, $36. That's it. $36. And you get all of that. And you look like a big spender. That is the Riverfront Steakhouse, Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. Ask for William R. Shapur. You can't go wrong with this deal. Three seven one nine thousand five zero one three seven one nine thousand. I would recommend a reservation. Tell them I sent you, and they'll probably give you my table. That's the Riverfront Hotel in North. I mean, make that the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. All right. Uh, earlier today at the SEC Football Media Days, this is Landon Jackson. They've been dominating the Big 12 for for years, and uh, I mean that it just brings rivalries to the SEC. Uh, with I mean for us personally, we got that OU Arkansas rivalry being on the border, and then I remember I wasn't here at the time whenever Arkansas played Texas, but I mean talking to the players and the fans that were here. They stress how big of a game that was. So I think that will bring a, a big rivalry, and then you, you get that Texas A&M, Texas rivalry again. So I think it just it brings in a, a lot more fun to the SEC. So I like that. Left side, third row. Yeah, Landon, Evan Camico, Pig Trail Nation. What's it like for you working with new defensive coordinator Travis Williams? Oh, he's a great guy. I love him. <laughs> I mean, every day we're going into meetings. He has a little DJ system set up in the uh, meeting room, and he has everybody crunk before practice. And... The energy just flows into practice, and I, I honestly think he, his energy alone brings so much to our defense. So I really like working with him. Left side, second row. 
Tyler Shaw with KBTX and College mm -hmm. Station. What do you remember from last year's game against A&M and just kind of the, the craziness, how that went down, yeah. and how much are you looking forward to maybe, you know, flipping the script this year? Uh, I'm excited for that game, but just got to take it game by game, you know. And, uh, I mean, that game we just got to finish, you know. We got we got we to gotta play a better football game. So, I mean, I'm ready for it, but like I said before, just taking it week by week. My side, second row. Hey, Landon, talking about Coach T. Will, have you ever heard some of his old music? <laughs> no, I actually have not. Ask him to play it for you. For sure, no, I will. Okay, we'll stay on the second row. Staying along those lines, not, not about T. Will's music, but uh, uh, the uh, KJ was just in here, and he was telling us about how much it meant to take care of the Auburn game after a couple of games that you know, were real close but didn't go mm -hmm. uh, y'all's way. Is that, a, uh, is that a goal for this year? Or, well, first of all, what can you tell us about beating Auburn last year after losing a couple of heartbreakers earlier in, mm -hmm. uh, in, in, in your career to them? And also, uh, yeah, does that game have more significance now that you got yeah. Travis Williams, who, uh, who had a, a great career mm -hmm. at Auburn? No, that, that was a great win. Any time you win a big game in the SEC, it's great. I mean, every week's really tough competition. So, uh, I mean, I, that, that, that was a really exciting game for sure. Left side, back row. Yeah, Clint Schweitzer from Starcade Media. Can mm -hmm. you just talk about the, the rivalry with Missouri? Um, throughout your career, you've gone, uh, mm -hmm. I think, 1-1 and lost two against Missouri, and yeah. tough loss here this last, uh, this, this last November. So just kind of mm -hmm. talk about that rivalry and what it means to the university. It's a big game. I mean, there, there's a lot of rivalries in the SEC, but uh, I feel like that's, that's for sure one of our bigger ones, and uh, I enjoy it. Any, any high-intensity game, any game, any trophy game, I really like a lot. So it brings energy to the game, and I mean, I feel like it makes me personally play better. So I, I, like, I like it. Front row, please. Mm -hmm. I'm Jason Pataki from the Arkansas Democrats yep. Gazette. Um, Landon, I kind of wanted to ask you about sort of facilities and NIL. Obviously, the college landscape is changing yep. almost every day. How important is it for you as an athlete to, to have the right facilities to work in? I know you've, you've gained like 40 pounds this offseason. <laughs> um, and, and get connected with the right brands at UA, and, and how have they kind of helped you with that as well? It's great. I mean, nowadays with recruiting and everything, you need those facilities, you know? Because that a lot of that's all those recruits see, so uh, I think it helps. I mean, not having some of the extra stuff isn't really gonna turn a player into some Greek god, but I mean, having them it, it is beneficial. Second row, left side. Yeah. What's it like playing for for Sam Pittman, mm -hmm. and where do you feel like you guys are at? Um, I know obviously wanting to had some momentum going and mm -hmm. a little bit of a roadblock last year, but where do you feel like you guys are, are at, you know, program building wise? Well, first, I, I love playing for Sam Pittman. He's a genuine guy. What y'all see in the public, what y'all see at media days, stuff like that, is how he is to us. I mean, he's he's just an energetic, happy man, and. Uh, I mean, he's walking around all day at practice, just chopping it up with different players, making conversation, and he always has a smile on his face. And uh, what, what was your second part of that question? Mm -hmm. I think we're uh, really stressing all the small details. Uh, last year, there was, I want to say, it was three or four games that we lost by a combined like nine points. So those little those games where we're losing by two and three, we got to be able to capitalize and win those games. Uh, and I feel like that will make us a much better team. And Coach Souders, he's a our new strength coach, came from Louisville. He really stresses all the little details. For example, uh, for our like workouts, he stresses us to be there not five minutes early, but earlier than five minutes. So say the workouts at 3 p.m. If you're there at 2:55 you're on the Stairmaster, you're doing up, down, something like that. So it's literally just all the little details we're really trying to perfect right now, and I think he'll play into the season. Right side, back row. Landon, Corey LeBounty with WNSP. You've been selected as an ambassador for Arkansas. What does that mean to you personally, and how do you take this growth here at SEC Media Days and take it to the leadership factor on your team? Hmm. No, it's great. I mean, I'm just happy that uh, – my coaches kind of, I guess, view me as that, and it's. I love leading my teammates. Uh, it, it's a blessing, really. So, if you if you asked me three years ago, I would never expected to be in this position that I'm in today. But uh, I mean, yeah, I plan on leading my teammates all throughout the season, being a positive leader, because uh, those type of leaders are always the ones that I personally have like 
kind of wanted to follow with. You know, like a guy like Bumper Pool last year, he's never being negative and cussing players out, this and that. He's he's like, come on, bro, like let's get let's finish this workout, this and that. And I, so I, I just like encouraging like that. And I I really I'm gonna be the best leader I can be towards my D line and not just my D line, but my whole defense this season. Left side. Uh, Landon, my head's still kind of spinning seven yeah. months later from the uh, Liberty Bowl game against Kansas, <laughs> three overtimes, yeah. 55-53. Uh, watching it kind of tired me out. So what was uh-huh. the uh, what was like playing in that game and just was... man, <laughs> that game was exhausting. I I want to say I had eighty something snaps that game, and before that, the most snaps I had in the game was against A and M with like forty eight fifty. So I mean, it it was it was unreal. I, I had to play DN, D-tackle, Buck standing up linebacker. It was just all over, and uh, it was long. So, I mean, right after that, I went home. I went, Yeah, I, we drove back home, actually, and I went to bed. <laughs> Final two questions on the yep. end and then in the front row. Hey, Landon, sure. John DSA, WAFB in Baton Rouge. Um, uh-huh. You started your career at LSU. Yep. Obviously, things have worked out. You're here. Mm-hmm. Um, just that journey and the last two games against them, both mm-hmm. decided by a field goal. It's been yeah. some very tight games with LSU. Man, I, I love Baton Rouge. You know, uh, I got recruited there by Coach Ed Orgeron, and uh, it was a great year. I was really, I, I really loved the city, and I think it was a great town and a, a great college in general. But it just wasn't for me personally. Like, I, it just wasn't. I didn't feel at home really, and that's my biggest thing. I'm a big family man. And uh, I just knew I needed to be closer to home. I needed to be somewhere where if times are getting tough, I got uncles and I got an uncle in Rogers. So if if I had a bad week or something, I just want to see see a familiar face, see some family. I can drive right up to Rogers and sit down and have a meal with him. So it's just it's stuff like that. I mean, I wanted more of a. I need to be closer to home, closer to family. Final question. Huh? When when you sort of talk about OU and mm-hmm. Texas joining the yeah. conference. How important is it from a recruiting perspective to have those top-notch facilities and, and obviously the right collectives? And from your experience, did that ever go into sort of your transfer from LSU? Uh, I'd say it went into play for my, uh, like with the whole facilities deal, I'd say it went into play more in my high school recruitment. And um, LSU had some gorgeous facilities. I mean, their lockers pull out into beds. And... I wouldn't say that really sold me, but it's something I thought of, you know. And then in the tr- whenever I was in the transfer portal, I more so looked into what staff is there, what type of guys are there, and uh, how I'd fit in more with the defense and not as much the facilities at all. But I, I think I do think Texas and OU will play a major role in the SEC, and I'm excited to have them. Thank you very much. Good job. Thank you all. Have a great, have a great day. We'll start on. And that was Landon Jackson. And a great uh, interview. Boy, I tell you, yes. you're right. Uh, Arkansas players represent the school well. Uh, I hope all that he said makes as great of an impression upon his younger brother, who is being recruited by Arkansas. Yeah. And uh, I, I realize his brother is from Texarkana, Texas, and he's getting the same kind of attention, I'm guessing, that Landon did coming right out of high school, so it's not going to be easy. I, I read it, a interview the other day uh, with his younger brother, and he said that uh, Landon will not even be there <laughs> by the time that he makes it to the collegiate level, so that's that's not going to be an influence, uh, but he did say family and all this other stuff, and I think... Landon may have said family atmosphere three or four times throughout mm-hmm. uh, that yeah. interview. So yeah. uh, hopefully that will create a great impression when his younger brother gets to campus and uh, finds that same feeling that his brother has right now. But Make uh, sure his uncle doesn't move from Rogers. Yeah, that was the other thing I was thinking. <laughs> uncle, don't move. Stay right where you are. We need you to stay right where you are. All right, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Our SEC coverage will continue. SEC Football Media Day coverage will continue. Thanks again to First Security Bank. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment.
True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Aug update during Out of Bounds. True Service has a vacation now and pay later offer and receive up to $3,000 for your next vacation. The FedEx St. Jude Championship returns to TPC Southwind August 9th through the 13th. Don't miss your chance to witness the top 70 players from the PGA Tour season battle it out in the first event of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Only 50 players will make it through Memphis. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Daily grounds and upgraded ticket options are on sale now at FedExChampionship.com. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Saracen summertime sports car giveaways continue with a beautiful Mercedes-Benz Cabriolet in July. Play at the Saracen Casino this month to win a Mercedes convertible from Mercedes-Benz of Little Rock. Saracen Casino is the only place in Arkansas where you can qualify to win a Mercedes convertible just for playing your favorite games. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Family problem? Call 800-FOXY-2-4700. Now is a great time to get on the water, kick back, and do some fishing. And the team at Max Perry Wings in Stuttgart is ready to help you out. Max Perry Wings in Stuttgart is your Tohatsu Outboard dealer. Tohatsu Outboards are affordably priced and backed by a five-year warranty. Max offers competitive prices and in-house financing, along with a service center with certified Tohatsu technicians. Fishing rods to guns, casual summer clothing to a new Tohatsu Outboard. Max has everything you need for summer fun. So stop by Max Perry Wings in Stuttgart today or do some browsing and shopping online at maxpw.com. Only $10, folks. It's the opening offer at the new Splash Car Wash on Reynolds Road in Bryant. $10 is all you pay for your first month of unlimited washes. Members get 30% off oil changes and can wash at any of the 15 Arkansas locations. Come by Splash Car Wash this week on Reynolds Road in Bryant. Oakland Racing Casino Resort presents the Great Arkansas Beer Festival, Rock City Margarita Festival, Saturday, July 22nd at the Statehouse Convention Center. Brought to you in part by Tito's Handmade Vodka and Mosquito Joe. Go to one 37thebuzz.com for more. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Drive Time Sports, tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network. When you eat at Tacos for Life, you have the unique and exciting opportunity to help end childhood hunger around the world. That's their goal. That's been their goal ever since they started. Not just to serve great food, but to help end childhood hunger. Because it's all over the world, right? Strategy simple. For every taco, bowl, salad, quesadilla, or nachos purchased, a portion is donated to Feed My Starving Children. That's their nonprofit partner, and they make sure meals are distributed all over the world. To this point, in slightly less than 10 years, they have donated over 30 million meals. Close to 30 million, 200,000. Pretty amazing, isn't it? So you can enjoy your meal at Tacos for Life. Right now, you can enjoy their watermelon strawberry punch. It's absolutely delicious. How about the street tacos? One of the best buy you can get there. Four bucks, or excuse me, four tacos. Great price. Enjoy Tacos for Life and help someone who's food insufficient. Do they deliver to uh, oh Nashville, Tennessee? There you go again. Okay. Uh, just yeah. a thought. Just a thought. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. And brought to you in part by UAMS and Kaufman by Design West. All right, here is the Rocket Man. Uh, Chris Farble in KCU 81FM. Coach, you guys have recruited at a top 25 level over these past few cycles, but you guys have also been big-time players in the transfer portal. I was, I was wondering, as a coaching staff in the modern era of college football, how do you balance uh, building a roster with recruiting and using the portal? Well, we always want to recruit high school players. And so our goal, and we haven't reached it, our goal is to sign 25 high school players a year. And I think last year we signed 21. And whatever you have left over, you know, it depends on how many scholarships you have, but basically at that point you get one leave, you bring one in. One leave, and that's kind of your portal swap, if, the, if, if, if that makes sense. But we want to sign 25 high school kids a year if we can. We've just fell short of that a little bit. Rocket, uh, excuse me. Uh, roster management is the hardest thing right now because of how many times the portal's open. Right, sir. Dan, Dan Peck, ESPN 106.7 in Auburn. Coach, uh, you had two controversial close losses to Auburn uh, to begin your tenure. Last season, you guys go to Jordan-Hare and control the game and, and really win going away. The significance of that for your program and, and just your thoughts on, on getting to play Auburn every year. You know, at the time, I thought oh, it was a big deal. Mercy, you know, mercy, we mercy. You know, stop, stop, stop. Okay, that's what happens when you get to talking. And I made the mistake of... of uh, <laughs> Uh, that was Sam Pittman. Sounded like Sam Pittman again. Yeah, that was Sam Pittman. Let's try this again. And uh, Sam, uh, let's see if this is not Rocket Sanders. Uh, just talk about the rivalry with Missouri and what that's been like. The battle line rivalry has really become really prevalent on Black Friday. And uh, you guys are one and two against Missouri, obviously looking to improve on that. What's the rivalry been like for you? Um, it's great. Um, just learning about what it is, first of all, and then just having guys that I know that play over there as well. Go on the front row here. Uh, Raheem, I know he wasn't your position coach, but Dal Coach Loggins, when he was with you guys at Arkansas, I guess, what, what were kind of your interactions with him? What was he like as a coach and, and uh, also Trey Knox as well? Just kind of what does he bring as a player as well? Um, I, I'll start with the coach first. He was a great guy. Um, just he, he knew offense well, teaching me some things as well, just blocking-wise as well. And then Trey Knox, um, I feel like he was a physical guy, very physical guy, and um, just not scared to do do blocking blocking things and he he knew he knew the plays um great guy that can catch would love to play any position so i feel like he was a, he was a great guy go here in the front row uh, chris farble in kcu 80.5 in columbia uh raheem there's been a lot of talk at the nfl level lately about running backs of course a lot of big name running backs are currently unable to get a long-term extensions for their second contract i don't know as a running back is there, among other running backs, is there concern or about um, the, um, or what's your takeaway on the whole thing right now with the, with the position and being able to get second contracts? And mm -hmm. do you feel that running backs are undervalued in today's game? Yeah, I definitely do. I definitely do. I definitely do. But um, that's not something I'm worrying about right now. I'm worrying about me and my, my team as well and just finishing college first. Back row on the left side. Dan Peck, ESPN 106.7 in Auburn. KJ and Coach Pittman both talked about uh, getting a win over Auburn after uh, some close, controversial losses earlier uh, to Arkansas. What, what was it like being a? Uh, uh, what was it like being part of that win yes, uh, last season? Oh, it was you guys really dominated Auburn injured in here. Yeah, it was definitely good. And um, actually, I think I, I reached my thousand mark that game, so that was a blessing. Um, but um, I, I came out there a little slow and um, got to it, so it was a blessing to get that dub on the aisle. Yeah, Rocket Evan Camico, Picture Nation. Um, Back to the NFL. Who are some NFL running backs currently that you try to model your game after and really, you know, inspire you? I'll probably say uh, Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette, definitely. Just just watch his college film and um, just the way he catches the ball, the way he runs. Left side. 
Noah Groniger, Starcade Media, sticking a little bit with the NFL. All the running backs are coming out talking about how the running back position is being undervalued. I just kind of want to get your thoughts on that, uh, them not getting the contracts they think they deserve, and how you feel the running back position shouldn't be undervalued. Uh, I feel like, yeah, definitely unrated when it comes down to that. Um, I feel like they definitely should be getting paid more. But um, like I said to him, um, I'm worried about what I got in front of me, and that's college. Go back on the back row. I'd love, love to know your goals uh, for this season, things that you've been working on, elements of your game that, that you really want to improve uh, going into this year. Yeah, um, actually I worked on, started working on my balance, um, just starting to be even more patient than where I am and letting everything develop and um, just being a leader, being a big leader and um, being able to talk to the offensive line so I can get the protection down so I can get out for a pass or whatnot. Being from Florida, what appealed uh, uh, to you from Arkansas? Say it again. Being from Florida, what made you go to Arkansas? What appealed to you? Uh, I actually wanted to be far from family so I can come home, and they they gave me the compliments. But um, just being far, being far is a is a great thing. Just because I I'm on my own, you know, and just adapting to new things and meeting new people. Right here in the front row. I, that will stay back there and then come from. You, you mentioned taking on more of a leadership role uh, this season. What, what has that been like? Uh, have, has the dynamic changed between you and the offensive line? Do, do you feel more confident speaking up and telling them where they need to be? Yeah, very comfortable. And I feel like the, um, the strength staff got us like that just by worrying about the little things. On the right side. Yeah, Rocket, uh, Courtney Mims, Pick Trail Nation. Sam talked about you bulking up a bit. Landon Jackson walked in here, and he's gained oh, yeah. like 50 pounds of great weight. What has been uh, different for you guys this off season? and credit to the new strength and conditioning coach, right? Yeah, been different was um, just the little things, like touching the line, you know what I mean, and um, just, just, just giving us things that if we late, you know what I mean, just preparing us to, you know, become men. And um, I feel like that's helped me as well as a leader. Front row. So you mentioned looking forward to this upcoming season. You guys have a new offensive coordinator in Dan Enos. And KJ was in here earlier, and he said you guys are running a more pro-style offense. And I just want to ask, how, how do you think your role in this offense will, will, be, will differ than it was under Ken O'Brien's last year? Um, just probably going out for routes more. And like I said, that's coming with me learning to pass pro and the running backs as well. That's behind or that's in my in my um, my room. Just learning to pass pro, I feel like that's going to help me out because he's a type of guy, um, offensive coordinator, that wants the runners back to get out. And he's a type of guy that wants KJ to hit the check downs as well. Left side. Sierra Clark, THB 11 in Little Rock. Last year after one of your games that you did really well in, Coach Pittman was like, that's why his mama named him Rocket. Obviously your name really isn't Rocket, it's Raheem, yeah. but where did the nickname Rocket Sanders come from? Um, actually for Lily, so I started playing football around like 6-7, and um, it came from me running past someone a couple times, and my coach named me that after that, and the team was called Rockets as well. <laughs> Back on the aisle here. Yeah, Rocket. Earlier today, Sam Pittman talked a lot about the small things and finishing off the games. What are some of the ways that you've been looking to improve your game in the offseason to focus on the small parts of, of finishing the game, especially as a running back? Um, just finishing the rep. You know what I mean? Just finishing the rep like it's my last rep and just having to pour that into the guys as well and the new guys is really all about communication. You know what I mean? And just for myself, it's just like I said, just pouring in and always look back to what I ain't have before. What's Coach Pittman's style on the practice field? Say it again? Coach Pittman's style on the practice field. As in like dressing, are you saying like... How does he handle himself? We see him in here and he has a great personality. Oh, yeah. What's he like to... to I want to say he's not a yelling guy. He's actually funny. Um, but it's crazy because like we'll go, we'll go crazy for a period, full speed, and then he'll come and whisper in my ear and say something funny about something I never heard before, something back in the day, or about how he played different positions. And I was like, hey, can I see some film? <laughs> he said, no, nah, I don't got any film. But Join Delta Waterfowl for the Duck Hunters Expo, July 28th through the 30th at the Little Rock State House Convention Center. Three action-packed days of exciting demonstrations, seminars, and vendors. Find out more information at deltawaterfowlexpo.com. Don't miss it. Hey, folks, it's Joey and Ryan here. What's up? It's summertime. Hey, we got some great Jeep incentives going on right now. 2.9% for 